Welcome back to Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. I'm Travis Wyman. I'm in California. Josh is on the other end. He's in Vermont, but he used to be in California just a few days ago. How's it going, Josh? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm back in the north, the frigid north. Uh, it was, yeah, I was just out in California. We went to a wedding up in San Luis Obispo, and it was great to see sunshine and you and a bunch of old friends from Los Angeles as we watched our friend Jack get married. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good weather. Didn't have any split pea soup, though. That's the big thing up there, and I didn't get any, but maybe next time. Yeah, that's that. That's by Solvang, right? I think mm-hmm. as we were driving past. Yeah, the little German town. And um, so if our listeners have never been, the Madonna Inn is this place that was made by Phyllis. Uh, I think, was it Phyllis Madonna and her husband? And they built this compound, kind of. And it just looks like old-fashioned California. And all the rooms in the inn are, are themed. So our room was the Sir Walter Raleigh room, which was a British explorer, I think. Uh, so the there was like some pipes hanging on the wall, like what a British gentleman would smoke, and there were some gold sheets on the bed, and it's it's just really quirky. Um, there was a room called Just Heaven that had uh, blue walls and clouds painted on on the walls and ceiling, and there were uh, golden uh, cherubs holding lights around the room, like little chandeliers, and it was. Yeah, it's just really interesting, and I'd recommend that uh, anyone listening check it out if you're ever in Central California. Yeah, the one thing that was I was looking forward to using was the waterfall urinal, and uh, <laughs> when I went to go use it, it was really big and wide, and it was almost like just you're just standing kind of in a big gym shower stall peeing on the tile floor of a, a shower and just kind of exposing yourself to the person next to you but it was kind of funny some people some of the guys that were going into the bathroom were like i just can't do that that's just too much too weird you know but i just i was like well i'm at the madonna inn i'm just gonna like pee in this big uh tiled waterfall type thing (laughs) it's funny and it smelled kind of like chlorine and uh had rocks with water running over the rocks so it was actually it really got you going it made you want to pee a lot yeah I enjoyed. I used that too, and I just, I, uh, I just stood out there and I did it. <clears throat> I used because the distance to the drain of that um, that waterfall, it's actually like three feet away from the line you're standing on. So it's it's almost like you're standing out in the woods or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there was a pool up at the highest point of the inn that overlooked the valley, and it was just really nice. You know, after this really cold winter up in Vermont. It was just nice to be be able to walk around in a t-shirt and just see some sunshine. Uh, it just really lifted my spirits, and uh, it was it was nice driving up the coast. I don't know. Yeah, California is pretty pretty nice. You yeah, live in you a nice like place. Like you were having a good time. Yeah, was having a great time. Uh, I got to talk to some comedy people I hadn't talked to in a long time, and uh, just old friends. Yeah, it was a fun ceremony, and uh, oh, we stopped at a food lab on the way up. Oh, yes. The yeah. cafe we used to work at a long time ago. Yeah, we we stopped at a cafe, and uh, it's right across from, where is it, the studio where Oprah has her offices, Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talk, We said hi to Miguel, who still works in the kitchen there, so if 
Miguel's listening. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In that place, that cafe, they still put little muffins on top of the coffee. So that's always a nice, nice little treat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is nice to get a little muffin with your coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually uh, when we, uh, Liza and I had breakfast up in San Luis Obispo. And it was this place called Big Sky in town. And uh, as we were having breakfast, the waiter just came over and he had uh, sort of a little bucket full of fresh muffins. And he just was like, do you want fresh muffins? And we said, sure. And he just gave them to us. It was like getting bread with dinner. Just uh, Wait, you know, so probably, you didn't pay extra for the muffins? He just gave you muffins? Yeah. It was just, you know, and co- little squares of coffee cake. It was, they just give it to you for free, which... You know, it doesn't cost them probably that much more, but makes us so happy. It was a oh, great, wow. st- good strategy, I think, by Big Sky. The That's cafe. crazy. Yeah. Well, I hope to go there someday. Yeah, I almost made it there, but not quite. Yeah, do you want to tell our listeners why you uh, didn't make it to the Big Sky Cafe? Uh, sure, morning? yeah. So it was uh, the morning of the wedding, and we decided to take some... Uh, well, the whole Madonna in the whole inside of it's pink. There's like a lot of pink upholstery and stuff. So they have a bunch of like hot pink cruiser bikes, like you would pedal on the beach. And so, um, my girlfriend, Lindsay and I, and then Josh and his girlfriend, Liza, we, uh, all got these pink cruiser bikes from the Madonna Inn, and we we're going to, you know, pedal to the old town of San Luis Obispo to go to that big guy cafe. And so we were all biking together on the bike path from Madonna into the downtown. And it was going great, you know. It was like 11 in the morning and nice clear blue sky, great weather. So I was yeah. feeling happy. I was feeling good. And uh, it's funny. Oh, we, we it's funny about cruiser bikes because we were all pedaling together and then it started to be a little slight uphill. And then we all just had one gear, so <laughs> eventually we all stalled out and had to just start pushing the cruiser bikes up the hill. Mm-hmm. But then once we get to the top of that, we were cruising right along down to uh, link up with another part of the bike path. And I started having a lot of fun. And uh, I was going behind everybody, but just kind of cruising along. And I was like, oh, this feels so good. And we've got these big, fat, bald tires on these cruiser bikes. And it feels so smooth and, you know, like corners nice and smooth on the bike. So I, <laughs> I saw we were going to the head of like a hiking trail where it intersected between the hiking trail and the bike path. So it was a little dirty and gravel gravelly around there. And at that point, I decided to speed up and I saw a corner coming up uh, ahead of everybody. And I went around the group to the front and I was cruising right along at that point. And I saw a sharp left-hand corner coming up. So I was like, oh, I've got to slow down. So I stood up, and these cruiser bikes have uh, coaster brakes where you just stomp on the back of the the pedals to make the rear tire slow down. It stops the back tire. So I, I stood up, and I was like, oh, I'll just tap the coaster brake and slow down a little for this corner, you know, maybe skid a little bit, but I'll slow down. And But uh, right when I stood up and stomped on the coaster brake, instead of uh, slowing down or skidding a little, the the rear tire just went out and I just hit the ground before I could do anything, like before I could react or anything. But instead of just rolling, I, I put my hand out 
And I don't even remember any of it happening. It was so split second. But as I was sliding on the ground, going pretty fast, maybe like 20 or so, I could see my hand dragging on the ground. And I instantly pulled it up away from the tar. But it was too late. It had all the skin on my pinky and my uh, ring finger knuckle had been taken off. And I just came to a stop, and the dust hadn't even settled yet, but it started bleeding well, a lot. So I it wasn't it wasn't all the skin, right? No, no, no. Just the top half of the skin on my pinky came off, like, and then the knuckle on my ring finger had been it, there was like a hole in it somehow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I grabbed onto that hand, and then you guys all showed up, and you guys helped me out a lot. So that was good. Yeah, I yeah. I actually, from my perspective. You you whizzed by me, and uh, I just saw that I saw you go into that dirt, and I was like, "Oh, I hope he just uh, makes that corner." And then I saw your tire go out, and I was like, "Oh, well, you looked like you were almost going to save it, and then you just slammed into the ground and tumbled." It looked like uh, slow motion to me, uh, but it was a, it was like a stunt man tumble kind of <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean i was hoping i could just slide out of it but uh unfortunately i think i just instinctively put my hand down and my forearm mm-hmm. down at, yeah. for just a split second too long and uh yeah it took most of the force but you you hopped out right on a bike and went and got the car and uh i just kind of squeezed those fingers with the other hand and to keep the blood from coming out and yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I brought the car back to you, and then you hopped in and uh, went to the ER, right? Yeah. Lindsay brought me to the ER. Well, you guys, you guys went on to breakfast, but uh, <laughs> we got our the, muffins. We got our bucket of muffins. But, yeah. You guys are yeah. having the bucket of muffins, but I got to the ER, and uh, it's funny, like you were saying that they were really friendly and giving you free muffins at the diner, mm-hmm. because at this hospital, everyone was really friendly. Like, this was the friendliest hospital I've ever been to because I'm used to, like, Los Angeles or Boston where they don't, you know, they just see so many people they don't really care. But but here there was no one really there at the ER. So they were just like, oh, welcome. Oh, no, what happened, you know, and, like, getting me right in there. And the doctor, like, pulled a, a pebble out of my knuckle and, like, they there were two nurses with this male nurse that were training that day so i had two like training nurses scrubbing my elbow and my hand while the other nurse told them what to do and they were like having fun doing it <laughs> but we were the ceremony for the wedding uh, started at 4 and it was getting down to the wire with time wise like they'd leave the room for a long time and like We'd sit there and wait for them to come back. And I was just hoping that I didn't need any stitches, you know, to be there for a long time. Um, yeah. But it was so dirty, they just didn't do stitches. So, um, you know, they gave me like a tetanus shot. And it's funny, they were doing all this stuff to get me, make sure it wouldn't get infected. But they got us out of there just in time. And we just uh, drove back really quickly. And put And Lindsay put on a dress and I put on the suit. And then we just got to the uh, the ceremony just before it started. So it was good. Just had my hand all wrapped up, you know, and we were good yeah. to go. I remember I <clears throat> I texted a few friends to, or I think, yeah, one or two friends to tell them that you were at the ER. And uh, it was funny. Didn't you say they were reacting to seeing your, your hand had a lot of gauze on it. So it looked like you'd. You looked like a mafia guy or something, or you'd been in a fight when you showed up. Like, I know. 
Yeah, we we were joking that uh, I should have bandaged up my head and used some makeup to make a bla- like a oh, black like eye. We like fought we each other. Yeah, like we got in a fight. Yeah, uh, but no, no time for that. We had we had to watch. Uh, it was a good ceremony though. It was really yeah, good. No, it was a lot of fun. It's funny. Right before it started, I saw two. I think they were hawks just floating side by side up in the air, and uh, yeah, it was just like a really nice afternoon. A lot of a lot of humor. Uh, mm-hmm. But also sentimental. Uh, yeah. The vows really got me. Is is good. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. thing was just real, real nice. And now that yeah, I'm back in LA and the hands feeling a lot better. So uh, I won't do that again. I, I do want to go back there someday though and get on the the exact same bike and ride the same path to uh, the cafe at some point in my life and make it there. You know. Yeah. Is. Where we, I was saying we could make like a short documentary where you get you get interviewed at that corner, you know, like you're talking about like, and then I just went down and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, make we, it out to be a bigger thing than it like is. Like find those nurses who are now doctors or nurses or whatever and interview them and they'll be like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. I saw like 10 people that day. That wasn't that big yeah. of a deal, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just interview everyone in town. Yeah, uh, but yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. So you're back in town. You're healing up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good to hear. Yeah, we had uh, uh, our flight back to Vermont was pretty uneventful. We went through Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, were you there for a while, or it was just kind of like a layover? <clears throat> it was supposed to be a thirty minute layover, mm-hmm. but um, the plane that we were going to fly from Detroit to Burlington in was so small. It was one of those, it's one of those planes with the single aisle down the middle and two seats on either side. Uh, and there was only one stewardess on the plane and that stewardess, her plane was late getting to Detroit by an hour. Mm -hmm. So we had to, everyone had to wait in the little terminal for our one stewardess to show up. So she got out of her plane uh, like one gate down, ran down the the hallway, and then just checked us all in and jumped on the plane. Like she was, uh, the poor lady was having to rush. It wasn't her fault at all. You know, it was just, I think there was some sort of holdup at a different hub. Uh, was she from yeah, Burlington just, or no? I don't know where her home base is. She might be. Um, but yeah, she just, her, her connecting flight to get to our plane was late, so... And then uh, when you get back there, you can just walk across the road to your car? Yeah, just really, it was so quiet. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so uh, it was fine. I uh, ordered a Miller Lite on the plane. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah. That's nice. It was $7. Yeah, so you had a good trip change. overall, would you say? Yeah, I I wish, I'd like to come back out to L.A. and just stay in L.A., uh, a little bit longer, you know, I feel like I'd like to see, like I saw the new Netflix headquarters off the freeway and I'd kind of like to see what else has changed since I've lived there. Yeah. Maybe I'll come back in a few months or something. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe yeah. when it's a little warmer. Uh-huh. Although it, it's funny. I always talk about the weather. It was like 80 today. Oh, was it? It's pretty warm. Yeah. They're fearing another droughts are coming, so... Oh, really? Oh, no. Like in, uh, where is it? Where is it? South Africa. What's the town? South Africa. Johannesburg. Johannesburg hasn't had water for a long time, so they're doing kind of what L.A. had to do a little while ago, like don't flush your toilet, don't water your lawn or anything. 
Oh, really? I yeah. didn't hear about that. Um, so you can't flush your toilet? What if you have to... How do you gauge that? Well, no, no. Just be, you know, conserve. Oh, okay. So if you don't have to, uh, don't do it. Or take mm-hmm. a shorter shower or something. Yeah, it's not like the cops will break down your door or something. Yeah. There's uh, not the water... Wasn't that a good <laughs> be like, did we hear a toilet flush, sir? Did I hear a toilet flush, sir? I was, I was hearing some water up in there. I don't know what they sound like. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that a, that was a, wasn't that a sketch or some video with Dave Horwitz with water conservation, I think, or something? Oh, yeah, with Moogie? Yeah, Don't Waste Water. Yeah, and Harris Whittles, I think, were they part of, yeah, they all did the video where it's like, don't turn on the faucet. While you're going number two in the bathroom so your friends won't hear you because yeah, that wastes that, water. It's funny that people do that. They turn on the faucet when they're uh, doing number two just to hide the sounds. Yeah. But it probably doesn't really hide the sounds that well. I don't know. I've never, <laughs> never listened close. Water's pretty loud. Yeah, it is loud. You're right. Though, well, that's what uh, CIA agents do that when they... Don't want to be listened in on, right? They yeah, turn like in the movies, uh, Jason Bourne and stuff. They'll turn on both the faucets in the hotel room and turn a fan on, turn a radio on. <laughs> What's new up in Burlington since you've been back? Is it still frosty? Yeah, it's frosty. A lot of the snow has melted. <clears throat> There's just a little puddle of ice in my driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like I think it was in the 40s. Oh, can over. you like see grass now? It just yeah, has ice around yeah. the grass. Uh, did your car start up after you leaving it so long? It actually, I had to jump it this morning. I think the battery's too old. I need to get a new battery. So. Oh, is it the same one you've had? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just yeah. seems, I should just get a new battery. It's like $80. It's just, I don't know how much longer I'm going to have this car. So I I don't want to keep tacking on nice parts to this car, you know, because there's just little things starting, like the electrical system's starting to get finicky. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's nice to be able to just... Space zone out, not have to think about anything, you know, yeah. when you're driving around. Yeah, because we get emotionally attached to a car, but ultimately it's just a machine to get us somewhere. Like, it'd be like if I got really attached to my cell phone, you know, it's just they both serve purposes. Yeah, or my... if you got attached to a horse in the Wild West or something. Yeah, well, that's a living thing, though. That actually yeah. does have emotion. I, th- I think horses have, a, like, my car doesn't have any emotion. You don't think cars are alive? No, I don't think they're alive. Like no, that I don't person think that we, either. I've heard no. some people do, though. Yeah, some people think cars are alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> haven't you ever seen the movie <laughs> Cars, Josh? We won't, we won't you, say that person's or, name. Haven't you seen the movie Cars? Oh, you're right. Yeah. What is it? Uh, what's the dump truck everyone loves? The Bucktooth dump truck. That's Larry the t- Cable Guy, and Owen Wilson plays the red car. Right. Do you think Larry, the cable guy, and Owen hang out after doing Cars together? Or they just separately went to the sound booth? Yeah, they and probably weren't even there at the same time. Man. Which is, uh, oh, what imagine, imagine being an, anim- an animated movie actor. You just put in seven days of reading scripts and you're, <laughs> you're done. No locations. I how it is, though. Like, if it really wears you out, you know? Have you ever seen the footage of Robin Williams being the genie and just jumping around in his booth? Yeah, that looks fun. And yeah. then he can just drink water, you know? I think mm-hmm. that looks like a fun thing to do. Do you think he was doing cocaine when he was the genie? Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't rule it out. He used to like cocaine. I, I bet Disney did, wouldn't have approve of that. Uh, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, he may have. He may have just drank some 
Red Bull or something. I don't know. But he was very quick. Like, it was a very quick character. And he yeah. may have just, like, gotten a lot of sleep and rest, you know. Could have do done it. It. He could have drank a lot of coffee, too. Yeah. Are, are there any... Uh, did you do the thing where you ran into the lake yet? Oh, no. That's this weekend. I... I need to reach my fundraising goal for Special Olympics so I can jump into Lake Champlain um, and complete the fundraiser for the third year. And you just run right back in and out. And do you wear shoes when you do that? Yeah, I have these old rod lavers, which are Adidas tennis shoes that are really old. Uh, And I've worn them the last two years, but I've learned... <clears throat> when you wear shoes, they fill up with water, and then the water doesn't drain out. So as you're running back to the 80-degree tent to get warm, your your body's warm because the air is warmer than the water, but my feet have frozen every year, and you can barely, they feel like cement. So th- this year, because I don't have those 90s sandals like Chacos or, you know, with the, the Velcros. Yeah, so if I wore my my normal rainbow sandals, they'd just fly off uh, in the water. So I think what I'm going to do is take a power drill and just punch a bunch of holes in these old shoes so that the water will drain out of the shoe bottoms uh, after I jump in the water. <laughs> so they're going to be specifically made just to do this one time a year thing? Yeah, well, they're basically lawn mowing or painting shoes now. So it doesn't, you know, if I put a bunch of holes in the bottom of them, they you might can still even mow be, the lawn with them. Yeah, just mow the lawn or mm-hmm. do you know? They're they're busted old shoes, so well, that's cool. Do. Yeah, that's good thinking. Yeah, let me know I, how that goes. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I think, and I might wear some like wool socks because and I don't think you. Wool, it's funny. Last time, why did you wear a dress? Oh, it's just a silly thing. It's like um, you know. I'm trying to think. You know, the last day of skiing at a ski resort, everybody wears costumes mm-hmm. just to just to have fun. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of, it kind of adds to the atmosphere of the event. It just makes it more of a spectacle. Uh, and I like wearing my pretty dress. Oh, okay. Where'd you get it? Um, my uh, friend Jess uh, gave. Uh, actually, it's Liza's friend originally, but I would consider us friends, and she thought that it'd be funny for me to wear an Elsa dress from the movie Frozen because I was going to be frozen in the water. Oh. Uh, And I barely fit into that thing because it was for a, I think it was meant for a 12-year-old girl. But um, yeah, so I don't know if I'll wear the Elsa dress this year, but I think someone was talking about doing Animal House, like all togas. So we might do that. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you should do that. I uh, I just watched that uh, movie on Netflix about uh, the Lamp- National Lampoon. Oh, there's a documentary about National Lampoon? No, not a documentary. It's a movie with, like, uh, Will Forte is, um, you know, a member of the National Lampoon. Oh, it's something in br- Senseless and Brutal Act or something? Yeah, and it has uh, Gimberling in it and John Daly and lots of people in it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun to watch. I, I liked it. Isn't uh, Armin is... Uh, He's Lorne Michaels. Lorne yeah. Michaels, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. I haven't watched that yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because no one really looks exactly like the original people. Um, but they well, they just call that out, you know? Oh, they call it out in the beginning? Yeah, they're like, none of these uh, actors look like the real people involved. But, you know, it's good enough. 
Yeah, that's a good way to do it, I guess. Just call it out. <laughs> like jo- Joel McHale from Community is uh, Chevy Chase. And, you know, he doesn't really look anything like Chevy Chase, but he just keeps falling down the way Chevy Chase did. Does he do that uh, SNL sketch? I think, wasn't it the first sketch ever on SNL when Chevy Chase r- walks into that room with the two chairs? Is that... Oh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. He I'll falls down or something? Yeah, I think he falls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, have you bumped into anyone else that you know up there or no? Uh, no. What, in Burlington? Yeah. No, but uh, when I was in the airport in Los Angeles, I did see uh, YouTube celebrity Logan Paul leaving the airport. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. You texted me. You said, I just saw Logan Paul. Yeah, I said, I just saw Logan Paul. The stars are out today. Or, or what a star-studded journey I'm taking. It's funny. I didn't even know who that guy was until he got in the news for, you know, having that controversial footage in Japan. Well, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, didn't he flew to Japan and went to a forest called the Suicide Forest? And then he found a person who had commit suicide, committed suicide and filmed the body. And what... I don't know. And then he posted it, right, or something? Mm-hmm. I don't think... That, I didn't see it, but yeah, that's the story. So. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I don't... I think he's... Uh, I don't think he's the best person. I think yeah. he's... Yeah. Um, uh, but you saw him, he's just kind of walking walking home? Yeah, he had his hood up and those he- headphones, like, up on his head. And mm-hmm. you know the way Michael Phelps does when he's coming in to, uh, to win a competition? Uh, but uh, Logan Paul was just coming in to win some YouTube videos, I guess, or I don't know what he was doing. Well, um, th- yeah, that was funny. So, so you, uh, yeah, you saw Logan Paul. That that's funny. Yeah, I think so he used to be I, a Disney star. Yeah, like as a child. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. The state oh, of the the State of the Union's happening tonight, and we're missing it right now. Because we're doing this. I'll get a recap of it. I can watch, like, the, the playback, probably. Oh, and the Olympics are coming up. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about... So there was the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And I heard that uh, some buildings... They got so much snow there that some buildings lost power, I heard. So. Oh, uh, really? So world leaders had no power? Yeah, which I think was good. I think they should intentionally, someone should shut off all their power for like a week. Do you think Trump put a flashlight under his chin and started telling stories? What, just about his normal day? No, I'm just picturing it devolving into like a bunch of, you know, like when you're stuck without power, people just start having fun any way they can. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, they probably would do that, yeah. If they were cut off from the world, they'd probably just turn it turn into summer camp. I'm sure it'd turn into a bottle episode from the West Wing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just saying witty, snappy things and uh, walking around and talking. Old, yeah. Mm. That'd be, be funny to have the West Wing, but it's stuck in like a double wide trailer, so they can't walk anywhere. So they just keep walking the length of the trailer a hundred times, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like Josh Lyman is stuck out there with uh, whatever. What's Wait, his was name? that character's name Josh Lyman? Yeah, it was close to close to my name. Uh, mm-hmm. People always say that when I say I'm, my name's Josh Wyman. They're like, oh, like Josh Lyman on the West Wing. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, I'm snappy like that man. 
so, oh, what I was wondering about the Olympics is none of the Russians can compete, right? So it's just going to be like five guys carrying the flag around at the opening ceremonies. Like a few of them can, I think, but not a lot of them, not most of them. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that they were banned. Yeah, because of that movie Icarus. They've oh. cheated at so many Olympics that the IOC said most of your people can't compete. Oh, well, I guess it serves them right. But it's just so funny that the IOC can decide that. Imagine if they ever did that to the United States. Yeah, that would be there would be mayhem. Because it's always such a big thing here, you know. You get everybody on the Wheaties box, and like McDonald's does da 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 da. da. It's always such a big uh, money maker for big corporations in the U.S. The, the, the corporations, I think, would be more pissed off than the actual U.S. citizens. They'd be like, "Wait, yeah. this is the this and, is when we make the most profit." Yeah, and and corporations kind of are more important than citizens lately, so. They would yeah. probably have more sway. Like it would, it would. That's uh, probably why the U.S. yet has never been called out. Even though you know, I mean, we we juice as much as the next guy, but <laughs> we just get a lot of uh, money involved. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, they're not. Gonna I guess kick- that's not. Some people would disagree, but I guess I shouldn't say that. Well, if they kicked the U.S. out of the Olympics, a lot of the world wouldn't see it anymore. Like we broadcast the Olympics. Like, uh, well, I guess no other countries do too. But yeah, they got their they got their cameras. They have their cameras there. That's true. We're not the only country in the world with cameras. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, well, it shows oh, the, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Mr. Yeah, smart there's guy. probably the smallest country in the world just has one guy with a smartphone recording everything and emailing it back. He's just doing a, what's that, Periscope on Twitter or a live stream on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for Tonga. YouTube Live. Yeah. It's a I Facebook mean, it would live. work. It would be, look as good as a, like a 1950s broadcast. Yeah. There's so. just a guy on the side of the, <laughs> the curling rink, and he just looks like he's holding a phone up. I mean, uh, someday feature-length films will be filmed that way, I'm sure. Like, you'll be able to hold a little phone, and it will do as good of a job as, like, a Steven Spielberg 35-millimeter back in the day, you know? Yeah. Someday I'll just pay to upload the memory of having watched a movie so I don't even have to see it. I'll just remember (laughs) that it was good. That it was good and you had a satisfying night? That I was satisfied. So I I didn't even leave the house, but I feel satisfied. I was like, could you also throw in another memory that I had a good... That would be the nice... A nice time saver in a way to have satisfied memories, but not having to take the time to actually create those memories. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do it for all my memories, but I'd like to do it for, because they always say millennials invest in experiences. That's, that's what's satisfying. That's makes you happy. So I was like, yeah, just add six or seven good more, uh, more experiences to my life. And it'll make me more Although, satisfied. no, I mean, at this point in time, that doesn't make sense to me. But maybe it will in the future. I think it makes sense. If really? it, if I couldn't distinguish if it's real or not, then... Oh, if you couldn't distinguish if it was real. Oh, if you thought it really happened. Like Total Recall, yeah. Yeah, I guess then it really did happen if you thought it did. Right. So I would just pay... It was like, I want an Italian vacation. And then they just put in that I did it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that is when they're putting him under and they go like dark hair or or light hair. And he goes dark. And then they go 
classy or sleazy? And he goes, sleazy. <laughs> Before he nods off. Sleazy. Sleazy. Because <laughs> his tongue's getting all swollen from the meds, right? That yeah. Pretty, yeah. And I, they never explain why he says sleazy. You know, it's just like, that's what he wants. That's what he likes. That's because that's what he likes. <laughs> I guess it's just showing that he's saying his inner truths or whatever. Yeah. Well, because in public, of course, most people in public would say classy, you know, like, classy. Yeah, yeah. If they asked you, I think uh, the writers probably thought about that. Yeah, yeah. But if he's going on a a brain vacation, <laughs> he wants a sleazy, <laughs> sleazy uh, mm. person to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and also the the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. They're, that's coming up. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday commercials. Jets flying over. Yeah, it's uh, funny. I do enjoy watching the commercials. I know some people are like, oh, I don't care. but and, and now they release them on YouTube anyways beforehand, so it's not what it used to be. When I was a boy, it was an event. You didn't know what was going to happen. You could maybe go online and like read about what, was gonna, what commercials would air, but I yeah. don't know. I still have a little fun seeing them. Yeah, I'm sure I, in the future they won't matter at all, you know. Remember uh, when we were in L.A. and there was that uh, Doritos competition? You could make your own ad and then get on, on the halftime. Yeah, uh, and course. everyone in town would always make a video. Yeah, it would be like uh, 20 of our friends had made a Dorito ad because, yeah, you'd get a million dollars and get on TV. And I think they'd do the finalists. The finalists would get like 50000 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... We'd always be watching it, and then, you know, half the people in the room would be like, oh, that person made it far. You know, it was, like, more invested uh, yeah, yeah. about the commercial. Um, I remember I, I took part in one of those one year out here. You were in a Dorito ad? Well, just those spec ones that you send in, you know. Oh, how did it turn out? Oh, it was good. Uh, who Who made that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I don't remember who made it. I, I remember Madeline Walter and I were the two main people, and the, like we were throwing Doritos out of bags, r- running away. Like people were chasing us for the Doritos at the end of it, and we oh, were I throwing for- Doritos behind us out of bags to g- g- slow them down. Oh, I forgot you made one of those. I didn't make it. I was just in it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. that was fun though. Mm-hmm. I think they stopped that competition, though, because I think they were, you know, it cost a lot of money or something, right? Or do they still do it? I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, I think just be fun, though. Oh, what? Halftime is going to be Justin Timberlake. Yeah, they've really been going with the 90s pop stars lately. Yeah. Former Mickey Mouse Club member. You can't Uh, go wrong with... uh, An all rounder like that. It's funny. I actually do think he is good when he's on SNL. He's like a funny guy. You know, it's kind of like annoying in a way because he can sing and dance, but then he can also, uh, you know, do well when he's hosting SNL and he can probably also do sports really well. So it's like uh, (laughs) he's one of those people, uh, yeah, that's good at a lot of things. But yeah, there's people like that in the world. Yeah. Good for Justin Timberlake. I'd say haters lay, haters back off, just like <laughs> the title of that Netflix show. Uh, oh, yeah. See. Um, Should be but, fun, though. It's going to be really cold, though. I hope it's snowy, uh, but maybe it's inside. I don't know. But it's funny. Usually they go south for the Super Bowl, but it's up in Minnesota this year, so that should be interesting. 
That's always the place where like big uh, action movies culminate is always at like Super Bowls or <laughs> a big hockey game. I remember there was an early 90s action movie where there's like a bomb at the top of the hockey stadium or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I remember that too. I don't know what movie that is, but uh, yeah, it's always tense because uh, and they always cut to the crowd. Everyone's cheering and going, "Yeah, yeah!" and like getting up and cheering while they cut to a guy fighting on a on a rafter, and the bomb is just like twenty feet away, and he has to get to it. But there's a, just a huge guy that just like <laughs> comes out of nowhere and does, "Come on!" like the motion, like "Come on." Yeah, kind of like when Indiana Jones is fighting that big guy in front of a plane and then he kicks him into the hel- the propeller, you remember? Yeah. yeah. That was almost like a video game. Like, they used to make those action movies like video games in a way. Like, that was the boss for that level. Yeah, that they were fun because you knew the guy would win, kind of. But nowadays, uh, remember, Bane just blew up a football stadium in the new Batman and he really just blew up the stadium. <laughs> and then it, it didn't, there was no uh, recourse. Like the, the fans just watched the football team uh, die. And then that was the end of the, the sequence. It's just mm. like a grim, like in the eighties, you know, uh, John McClane would jump out on the field and kick Bane in the face mm. and then say or like, some, or at least the, the football team, you'd see him climbing out of the edges of the hole, like how the Ghostbusters climb out of the hole at the base of the building, you know? Yeah, but, and, uh, and uh, that was always really got me pumped when I was a kid when the Ghostbusters climbed back out of the hole and then Bill Murray goes, it's okay, we got it, we got it. And like the New Yorkers have their 80s signs with the like cardboard written with marker where it's like, yeah, go Ghostbusters. Yeah, at the base of the building after the motorcade brings them there. Yeah, when, is it Zool kind of shakes them? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. It's just that the Ghostbusters movie uh, makes the 80s New York just seem so fun. I think um, some people have been shooting some windshields with BB guns up here. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's really too bad. That's got, it's funny, that's kind of like um, in our hometown when kids would go around with baseball bats and hit. Um, mailboxes mm-hmm. you know like bash them in the aluminum mailboxes with baseball bats hanging out the sides of uh cars but do you remember that one family on our road had a big steel reinforced uh mailbox that kind of swayed on chain link chain and then every now and then <laughs> an unwitting teenager would come by with like a steel baseball bat and try to hit it and it would bounce back and smash the rear window of the car well maybe this was just one time but remember we were walking by one time or biking by and you could just see the pebbly glass of a windshield all around the uh that mailbox yeah and and a tiny dent in the mailbox so you could tell that the bat bounced off it yeah yeah that owner had just gotten fed up with their mailbox getting bashed in and just got a steel reinforced like double walled mailbox yeah i i never got that i was never into uh mailbox baseball but uh you know i don't think our family ever had it bashed in maybe one time i don't remember but yeah, the the thing with that is uh it's just you know, I was for pranks. Like we used to put, you know, soap under some door handles on cars in parking lots and then watch the person touch it, you know, or something. 
Remember, mm-hmm. we used to do that. But that's uh, <laughs> it's a little different. You know, what if if you're just indiscriminately hitting uh, mailboxes? What if it's a sweet old lady? You know, well, was it from a movie? I think it maybe happened in a movie, and that's what gave kids the idea. Oh, dazed you know, and confused with maybe uh, dazed and confused. Yeah, because also I think when Teen Wolf came out, kids in the 80s were riding surfing on tops of cars you know so usually i think it's movies that influence teenagers to do things oh okay uh, so their uh, their unformed brains are just eager to to act like what they see in the movies <laughs> yeah or if they see a musician do something you know yeah they're just you just want a, you want a shining light in the world to show you show you the way. You're you just know? trying to find out who you are, and in that process, a few people uh, smash some old lady's mailbox <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, to be I'm like. To think the, of other the, things. Oh, you know what's funny is we'd always see out in the woods in in Swansea those burned out mattresses. Oh yeah, yep. like they'd just be way out in the middle of the woods, and there would just be this box, the springs left of a mattress that had been totally torched at a a party out in the woods. And I always wondered who dragged the mattress way up there because it wouldn't be near the dirt road at all. It would be like I don't know, several hundred yards from the dirt <laughs> road from the eighties or something. There'd well, be still eighties beer cans and beer bottles around it. Probably two teenagers that wanted to. Uh, Lovingly lose their virginity together. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, it was a group of, like, a party. Yeah. You well, know, or do you think it's just two teenagers that were very strong that decided to drag <laughs> a mattress out there and then drink a lot of beer in a fire pit nearby? Yeah, it was a... Just was two huge, massive two, human Two beings. teenagers with broad shoulders and thick forearms that just dragged that mattress up into the woods. <laughs> yeah, way out in the woods. Yeah. But they, they were strong yeah. back in the 80s. Well, also, I mean, I remember one time the, you and I, we went out uh, into a, a sand pit, which is in New England. That's where the town gets all its sand to put on the roads in the winter. Or uh, anything, if you need a foundation or anything. Found, yeah, it's just where the sand comes from. But mm-hmm. because they've been digging these pits for years, uh, they turn into a big hole in the ground. So there are big sandy walls blocking, you know, sound and light. So that's where parties always were. But I remember we went to a sand pit with some friends and didn't have any sleeping bags or anything. And we just made a fire out of wood we found in the sand pit and uh, just slept around the fire. With no blankets or anything, and it felt very... uh, Yeah, so I guess you're relating that to the mattress being burned out. Yeah, sometimes just impromptu parties, you gotta just... I wished I'd had a mattress, is what I mean to say. I mean, we should have dragged a mattress out there, because even (laughs) though... (laughs) No, but I asked a friend who grew up in uh, uh, Wisconsin, and he said he, he used to see burned out mattresses too in Wisconsin, so it's not just like exclusive to uh, New Hampshire. Oh, they it do was that happening all over the place. They do that in Wisconsin too. Yeah, that's what he said. So, oh, didn't yeah. Wayland say that he saw it in Iowa? Ah, uh, maybe. No, I don't know. I should uh, ask him again. But uh, it's a yeah. phenomenon. Yeah, well, I don't know if it still happens these days. People, uh, I don't know. People any, have if, lightweight camping supplies that fold up. If Back anyone, in the '80s, there's no such thing as REI or anything. It's just like, well, I got this old mattress. Yeah, if anyone's ever dragged an old mattress out into the woods to spend the night, uh, email us at uh, stackingwoodwithjoshandtravis at gmail.com 
and uh, give us a story about a time you dragged a mattress out into the woods. Because I've never met anyone. Or just any time you've had a a fun a fun time out in the woods with yeah, your friends. Yeah. Okay, a fun party in the woods or time in the woods with a friend. We'll even hear stories about that. Yeah, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you can also uh, go to our website at stackingwoodpod.com and uh, there's an, a contact button there if you didn't remember And so far that. we've got a picture a listener sent in of some stacked wood, uh, but we'd like more pictures of stacked wood, yeah, so if you've got any more, please send them in. Thank you, Max, from upstate New York for supplying us with a picture of stacked wood. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was nice. Yeah. I really appreciated it. Uh-huh. He's a real woodhead. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. Do you have anything else? Do you want to uh, maybe play us out? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground today, Josh. Uh, I mean, I saw you this weekend, but it was good to catch up with you again and see how you're settled back into Vermont. And, uh, yeah, this has been Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. And thanks a lot for listening again. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.